Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Greetings, humans. You have entered the command zone, your destination for all aspects of Elder Dragon Highlander. Enjoy your stay. How's it, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Command Zone Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Lee Kwai. And I'm Craig Blanchett, Mr. Infect. Mr. Infect is here filling in for Jimmy today. We've got a really exciting special episode, Midnight Hunt. It's almost here. Sweet. Yeah, so Midnight Hunt is coming out, and there are two Commander pre-cons with the set. Um, So today, we got something kind of exciting we are going to be revealing the full contents of one of those pre-con decks. It's called, what's it called? Undead Unleashed. It's the Demir Zombies deck. You know, in the past, Craig, we've called these um, these decks that aren't the Commander product every year. Sure. We call them like mini or like set decks. Yep. I've heard people call them like starter Commander decks. Sure. I don't know if those monikers are going to work anymore because looking at... I don't think they will. <laughs> like, yeah. Looking at this deck... Um, you know, the, when we call them mini set starter or whatever, they usually only had like in the past, they only had like three new cards and they were mostly reprint prints. And I think they were like $20 or something. Yep. This deck is more, is a lot closer to what a commander product pre-con is than these mini decks have been in the past. Yeah. If you have a zombie deck or are thinking about building a zombie deck, this is pretty much a must, a must buy. Yeah, so this just feels more like a regular Commander product. But before we get into the specifics, uh, we have to, of course, talk about our sponsors. And we've got something actually really exciting to announce on this episode. We have a brand new sponsor. Oh, why? Why? Whoa, is Craig? Okay, what is wrong with Craig? Apparently he's looking for some, like, really rare card. I've called the store. I've scoured through all of my friend's trade binders. All I could find was this borderless pre-release promo foil. Well, that's pretty good. No, I was looking for the Altar borderless pre-release promo foil. But the only thing foiled now is my plan for the perfect deck. If only every local game store was in one place. Some glorious temple to MTG selection perfection. Oh, you should just check out Channel Fireball Marketplace. Channel Fireball Marketplace? Is that new? (gasps) I can't believe it. They have every card imaginable. Is this a dream? Uh, no, Craig, it's a website. 
there's no better place than the new Channel Fireball Marketplace to find absolutely any magic card you could want. It's a single online location that connects you to hundreds of real game stores, making it easy to compare prices and ensure you're getting the best deal out there. Plus, Channel Fireball Marketplace vets every vendor, so you know you're supporting local game stores by buying from professional licensed businesses with reliable professional service, instead of getting bent envelopes from some stranger out of a basement. Starting on October 1st, if you're looking to buy magic cards, check out Channel Fireball Marketplace. Go to channelfireball.com command or enter code command at checkout to let them know we sent you. Support the channel and save money on the cards you need at channelfireball.com command. That's right. Channel Fireball is now a sponsor of the Command Zone, Extra Turns, Game Nights, all of our content. We've been huge fans of theirs for a long time. Uh, they also are in the live event space, which hopefully we can get back to fairly soon. They put on all the GPs and things like that. Channel Fireball, uh, always awesome. And, and also this marketplace thing that they're doing, very exciting. Going to definitely be a place you're going to want to go to get your cards because marketplaces just naturally drive the prices down on stuff. And yep. Channel Firewall is doing a couple of special things for their marketplace. Uh, we mentioned it in the ad, but they are vetting their sellers. So you have to be like a, a licensed business in order to be a seller on their marketplace. Good, good, good. Yeah. So it kind of makes sure that you get a professional experience, you get high service. Uh, also, for the first month, and this wasn't in the little promo we just ran, but for like the first month or for whatever it is, for the first bit of time when the marketplace launches, again, it doesn't launch until October 1st, so it's not available right now. But when it launches, the Channel Firewall Marketplace is going to be doing a bunch, of, they're calling it Marketplace Madness. They're going to be doing a bunch of giveaways associated Sweet. with using the marketplace. And they've got cool stuff on here. Uh, there is boxes of collector booster boxes of Midnight Hunt. There is... Um, Time Spiral Remastered boxes on here. There is, a f on the final giveaway, there it says Black Lotus here. There is uh, a long list of things that you <laughs> yeah. just went skipped I, I, I mean, I can't, There is so much yeah, on that page. That's crazy. Yeah, so they're giving away a bunch of stuff That's cool. uh, for this Marketplace Madness. And what I would say is, like, if you're thinking about buying Magic cards, if you don't need them urgently, like, for next week for your, um, you know, I'm playing Commander this weekend or something, if you can wait until October 1st and use the Marketplace, it's a good way to just get additional EV, additional value, because you'll be entered to win when you uh, use the Marketplace. You That's how you enter to win a bunch of the stuff that they're giving away. So... I would I, I would counsel you to maybe wait a couple of weeks if you can, if you can at all swing it, just have a chance to win stuff because that's just, again, free value. So big thanks to Channel Fireball. We look forward to working with them uh, closely here, and uh, we're very big fans of theirs and this new Marketplace idea. So that's going to be exciting. That's sweet. They're not our, our only sponsor, though. Once you get the cards from the marketplace, you know, if you if you win one of those collector boosters, you're going to get a bunch of valuable cards. You're going to want to put those cards into a nice Eclipse sleeve from Ultra Pro into a nice Satin Tower or Mythic Collection deck box from Ultra Pro. You know, Ultra Pro makes the highest quality products to protect all of your game pieces. You want your cards to stay in pristine, pristine perdition, pristine <laughs> condition. Ultra Pro really is the company that helps you protect all of that stuff. Um, we only use their playmats on our stuff, on, on all of our gameplay and everything because they... Not only is it the um, the way to protect your cards, Ultra Pro just has like the nicest printing quality. They get the license IP, so they have the Magic Art. You know, Craig has the Nicol Bolas uh, playmat in front of him here. That's just sweet. So Ultra Pro, if you if you are 
if you have something that you want uh, to display on your battlefield, Ultra Pro probably has it. And the final way to support all of our content is directly if you go to patreon.com slash command zone. We give all kinds of cool perks uh, to our patrons, one of which is you get to hang out on our Discord server, talk with Jimmy and I and Craig. Yep. Uh, Craig's Ask on there questions. all the time. Yep. A lot of our staff is on the, the Discord all the time. Also, you get to watch Game Nights and Extra Turns earlier than anybody else. We got, an, uh, uh, we got the Midnight Hunt episode of Game Nights coming out. In about a week and a half, I think, at the time you're watching this. So, patreon.com slash commands, and if you want to take advantage of all of that. And uh, one last perk is we shout out one lucky patron every single episode. And this episode is dedicated to Dennis Barr. Dennis, you rock. Okay, let's get into the Undead Unleashed Midnight Hunt Precon deck reveal. Just want to say we'll be doing in-depth analysis of these cards on a future episode. We're going to do our normal budget upgrade guide for it. This video is more about us just revealing what's in the deck. So we're not going to do a ton of analysis or evaluate the cards on this. We're just going to tell you what's in there so you know what's in the box. First of all, this deck has 15 new cards in it. That's a lot for one of these. A lot. I thought they that, were saying that they were only going to do three on these small. Then they did seven, yeah. and now they're up to 15. I mean, Commander. I'm not complaining. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Commander products, like every year the Commander product comes out, those sure. generally have like 18 to 20. Yeah, right. So we're close to that. That's why we were saying I don't think we can call these mini or starter or set decks anymore. I think these are just Commander precons similar to the Commander product that we're used to. That's legit. Yeah. Uh, there are three new legendary creatures um, in this box, so let's read them really quick. One you might have seen on the internet because it's on the box and they sort of released what the box art was. It's Wilhelt the Rot, the Rot Cleaver. Two, a blue and a black for a 3-3 three, three zombie warrior, legendary of course. Whenever another zombie you control dies, if it didn't have decayed, create a 2-2 two, two black zombie creature token with decayed. And then at the beginning of your end step, you may sacrifice a zombie. If you do, draw a card. Now, quickly here, we should discuss Decayed because it's not explained on this card. Right. Decayed is like a new thing they're adding to zombies in this set. And what that means is it, if it has, something has Decayed, it can't block. And when it attacks, sacrifice it at the end of combat. So these okay. are kind of like temporary zombies, I guess. Sure. So you can't really use it for its secondary ability at the end of turn, sacrifice a zombie if you attacked with a decayed zombie. So it's kind of like a, a way of holding that decayed back a little bit. Exactly. But you can if you just don't attack with them. You can just sacrifice sure. the zombie to draw the card. So yep, yep. you'll have to make that decision. Holding it back to block is not an option, though. They don't block. It's true. Uh, okay. So Wilhelt. I mean, obviously, Wilhelt kind of tells us what direction this deck is going to go in, right? And you already alluded to it earlier. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, it's nice because it kind of has a little bit of uh, card draw and sack outlet, you know, a yeah. little bit on the card, which is what you want to be doing in these zombie or black-blue decks. So it's a cool design. I like it. Okay, but there are two more uh, legendary creatures in the deck. The second one is Eloise Nefalia Sleuth. Three, a blue and a black for a 4-4 four, four legendary human rogue. Whenever another creature you control dies, investigate. That means you create a clue, a uh, colorless clue artifact token, and that clue has pay to sacrifice this artifact draw card. And then it, uh, Eloise also says, whenever you sacrifice a token, surveil one. Surveil is you look at the top card of your library, you may put that card into your graveyard. You may. So if you like the card, you could keep it on top of your library. Yeah, that's cool. But it's a way to get things in your graveyard if you want to mill, if you're going to reanimate things. This is, doesn't say zombies on it. It is sort of related to what the deck wants to do, though, in that whenever another creature you control dies, you can make clues, which you can use to draw cards. Um, Eloise, technically, you could run as the commander of I, the deck, but it probably, you know, we're going to look at the rest of the deck contents, but assuming that there's a lot of zombies in there, you probably want the zombie synergies. 
It makes sense, but she's really good. Like she has card draw and uh, kind of pseudo card draw in the surveil. You could be because in black and blue, you're you're typically playing a lot out of your graveyard. Yep. So you know there is kind of a ramp and card draw aspect to her. Right. Well, not ramp, but not card ramp. draw. Yeah, two different kinds of card draw. True, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's like investigate plus surveil probably equals like one card if yeah. you're doing both those things because you got to pay the extra mana and whatnot. I think Eloise is a plant for like, they like to do this in Commander Precons, right? Like they give you a Commander, this is who you should run out of the box, but let's put something in there that you could pull out and just make a whole deck around this card. Yeah, I think she would be a very good build around. Yeah, that feels like what Eloise is. I, my one issue with her is a, a, a non-issue, but Saskia is a 3-4. Right. Very buff. Yeah. She's not very buff for a 4-4. Four, four. What do you mean? The, the picture of Eloise. Oh. She, like, if she's a 4-4, four, four, I expect her to be kind of swole, She doesn't right? work hot You know, enough. like, bears bears are 2-2s, two and she's sure. a 4-4. Four, four. Sure. I mean, if we go down this road, none of, none of, the, none of the creatures make sense <laughs> in magic. Like I said, very let's, small. Let's but. let's look at the next one, and then we'll, we'll talk about it. Because the next one is called Gorex the Tomb Shell. This is a sweet card. This is the third legendary creature in the deck, but it's mono-black. So it's six black-black for a legendary zombie turtle. Which is a 4-4. So, just going to pause right here for your discussion, because Eloise looks like a normal-sized human person. Gorex is, is a ginormous turtle with massive. Yeah. That if you look, unless the zombies are like a miniature, you know, from, Munch, from Munchkinland or something. Right. Gorex is ginormous, but still a 4-4. So, yeah, to, to, to my point that none of the power and toughnesses make sense in that regard. Anyway, sorry. Six black black for a 4-4 zombie turtle. As an additional cost to cast this spell, you may exile any number of creature cards from your graveyard. This spell costs two less to cast for each card exiled this way. So Gorex has like double delve. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Wouldn't be that hard to just have three yeah. uh, creature cards in your graveyard, and this would just cost black, black. Yep. Gorex also has death touch, and it says whenever Gorex attacks or dies, choose a card at random exiled with Gorex and put that card into its owner's hand. So this is a way for you to selectively choose the cards exiled when you delve Gorex out. I'm going to call it delve. It's double delve because you get yeah. two rather than yep, one. Yep. But you could purposefully just be like, I'm going to cast Gorex for, you know, only two discounts. Or there's only one card exiled with it. Yep. And then when Gorex attacks or dies, I know what card I'm getting back. You could do something like that. Or you could just be like, whatever, any of these three cards I'll be happy with. I'll, I'll quote unquote delve them away. Um, so pretty interesting. Away, but it's like it's better than delve because you're you're delving them away, but then you can get them, them back. back. Like yeah. it's crazy. And we've seen uh, a little bit more playing in the space of like with the exiled cards recently, sure. of getting them back and things like that. So there might be some other. I'm sure there's some other synergies around. It's not super relevant to this deck specifically out of the box because Gorex is mono black. You cannot play it as the commander out of the box. You would have to pull Gorex aside and make a brand new deck around it. Sure. Maybe you could use some of the. It is a zombie, so there's probably some synergies. There's a lot of synergies in here that kind of get cards into your grave yard so you should be able to get him out for two black most most games if you're just playing him in the 99 but yeah this the, is a, a reason why Eloise's surveil is good right like yeah. just discount gorex yeah yeah also the the death touch is relevant in this because you're incentivized to block with it as a 4-4 death touch even if it dies because now you yeah, at you least get, get a, at least a creature back so it's and if they don't attack into it it has an attack trigger so you're gonna you know unless they exile it you're in the trigger yeah all right, so those are the three new legendary creatures, but there is more than that. We said there are 15 new cards, so we should read you the other 12. So let's go down the list of new cards in the deck here. Again, we're not going to do a lot of evaluation because that'll take forever. We're just going to read them so you get to see them. So the first grouping of cards are the zombie tribal cards in the deck. Uh, Craig, do you want to read the first one? Yeah. 
Cleaver Scab. Three and a blue for a zombie horror. Two, four. Three and tap it. Sacrifice another zombie. Create two tokens that are copies of the sacrifice creature. So you turn one of your zombies into two copies of that zombie. Plus yep. you get any ETBs twice. And it's not exile, it's sacrifice. So now that original non-token zombie goes into the graveyard. And, and we know now zombie, you can, yeah, you zombie deck like to bring stuff back. Because what are zombies? They're things brought back from the dead. So essentially you're kind of creating an engine where you get three of certain zombies. And that's, I think there's something cool about that. Uh, the next card is Crowded Crypt. Two in a black for an artifact. You can tap it for a black mana. And it says, whenever a creature you control dies, put a corpse counter on Crowded Crypt. And then you can pay four black, black, tap, and sacrifice the Crowded Crypt and create a 2-2 black zombie creature token with a uh, with decayed for each counter on Crowded Crypt. So you, whenever a creature you control dies, similar to Black Market, you yep. start putting counters on this thing. And after a while, you go, well, I don't need the mana rock anymore. I'm going to cash this in for six mana and make eight 2-2 zombies with decayed. Yep, somebody board wipes, you put a bunch of counters on this, then you tap six and tap it, sacrifice it. Huge board state. What I like about this is it's a mana rock at its least. It's yep. a three, three mana rock, but enough upside that it probably makes it playable. The zombies do have decayed, though. That makes them quite a bit worse, does, so yeah. I'm not sure how to evaluate that part of it. There's also, like, uh, you know, it's similar to Curse Mirror. I like how they're doing these three mana kind of colored mana rocks. You know, right. you have to put a, one color of certain into it. But they but, have upside, so maybe you'll play them. Yeah. Because I don't play three mana rocks. I only play two mana rocks now. Nope, nope. <laughs> All right, the next card. You want to read it? Yeah. So empty the laboratory. This one's cool. So X and blue, blue for a sorcery sacrifice X zombies. Then you reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a number of zombie creature cards equal to the number of zombies sacrificed this way. Put those cards onto the battlefield and the rest into the bottom of your library in a random order. So this is basically if you have enough zombies on the board, you can get all of the zombies from your library onto play which a lot of them are zombie lords, you know, so now you're making whatever zombies you didn't sacrifice even more powerful by the plus one plus ones. It, yeah, you can sacrifice tokens too and turn them into yeah. real cards. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. Also, like we said, zombies like to be in graveyards because they like to come back. So yep. this is just a, it's sort of like zombie shift. Not the exact same. You only get to tutor for them, but it's like scapegoat yeah, for zombies I see. a little I see. bit. I get it. A little. All right. <laughs> the next one is Ghoul's Night Out. That's a cool card name. It's Three fun. black black for a sorcery. For each player, choose a creature card in that player's graveyard. Put those cards onto the battlefield under your control. They're black zombies in addition to their other uh, colors and types, and they gain decayed. Wow. I mean, five mana to get three creatures from graveyards onto the battlefield? It's really good. It's It feels like they tried to balance it with decayed, but I don't know how much that balances it. You because, even get yourself. It's not even just oh, opponents. Oh, four. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Yeah. Four creatures for yeah, five mana. For five mana. This it's card crazy. seems really it's good. It's really good. Because you get ETBs, and then I know that decayed is a downside, but in general, like, if you get a Consecrated Sphinx and a Shieldred, <laughs> like, you don't care if they can attack... Uh, you won't attack with them, and you don't care if they can block. You There's gonna plenty block them. utility creatures, even if it's just like a mana dork. Yeah, it's you know? just a Kerr tribe elder from somebody, yep. and then it's a yeah. And if it's from Craig, it's an Elish Norn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that card seems that card seems really powerful, and it I think is. might just see a lot of play in just regular decks as just like a good card period. Yeah, because it's so efficient. Yeah, five mana for four creatures. You you Onto don't the see battlefield? that. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. The only thing you need is you need it to be kind of late game. That's the only well, mid game, I would say. Yeah, mid game. Yeah. You just I would need say to make around sure that turn there's like five, six, there's been a board one wipe. in every graveyard yeah. for max. You know, I think even if you value. get three, you're fine. 
I think so too. Yeah. yeah. Even two two good ones. Like you get an Elish Nord and a Consecrated Sphinx. Yeah. Yeah. Five mana easy. Yeah, no problem. All right. Next one. Yeah, this one's uh, this one's good too. Horde Wing Scab, four and a blue for a zombie horror, uh, three, three flyer. Other zombies you control have flying which is, uh, that's what I think is really good about this card. Uh, and then when one or more zombies you control deal combat damage to one or more of your opponents, you may draw cards equal to the number of opponents dealt damage this way if you do discard that many cards. So it's got this loot aspect to it, which is cool, you know, which you use in a lot of zombie decks, you know, because Again, you, you want to get to seven graveyard. as many things in the graveyard as possible. And then, the, but the fact that it gives all your zombies flying, all of those tokens and things like that, like that's how you're going to get your damage in. Or just play Sun Quan. <laughs> that too. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, the, the, I think giving everything, all your zombies flying is really, really good. The evasion's great. <laughs> so I just had to make a Sun Quan joke. Okay. The next one is Ravenous Rotbelly. Four and a black for a four or five zombie horror. When Ravenous Rotbelly enters the battlefield, you may sacrifice up to three zombies. When you sacrifice one or more zombies this way, each opponent sacrifices that many creatures. So it kind of turns zombies you've already got on the battlefield into like merciless executioners or yeah, something. Yeah, or like fleshbag marauders. So yeah. you were like, I sack three tokens with decayed. Everybody else has to sack three things, real creatures probably. This is the kind of card that just like turns off Voltron decks. This, yeah. This is one of the, there's so many cards like this and they're the reason Voltron decks are bad. <laughs> it's true because you can even sacrifice it on the three creatures and then put it into your graveyard, reanimate it, you know, and then you're doing oh, it boy, again. Oh, like, boy. yeah, it can get really brutal. All right, one more zombie uh, tribal card in this deck, and then there's a there's a few other cards, so we're not at the end yet. So Tomb Tyrant is three and a black for a three three zombie noble. Uh, it's, a, it's a zombie lord, so it says other zombies you control get plus one plus one. Always love getting more of those, and then two and a black and tap it. Sacrifice a creature. Return a zombie creature card at random from your graveyard to the battlefield. Activate only during your turn and only if there are at least three zombie creature cards in your graveyard. So it's cool to have a zombie lord like this. We haven't had one like this before that kind of like reanimates stuff. So the fact that it buffs your zombies and you can hypothetically get things back into the battlefield for three mana. Kind of cool. Yeah, that last part seems like it's a lot of... They, they tried to balance it by like, okay, only... As a sword, all right, all, at random, so you yeah, get... Yeah, there's a lot of rules. Like, yeah, exactly. Sure, you might do that sometimes, but mostly it's just like a zombie lord with upside. Yep. All right, there are two curses in this deck. So uh, um, Lindy, the new uh, the new Grixis commander that likes curses, might like these. There's Curse of the Restless Dead. Two and a black for an aura enchant player curse. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under enchanted player's control, you create a 2-2 black zombie creature token with decayed. So, like, dream scenario, you enchant the Omnath, the four-color Omnath player. The Lord Windgrave. Yeah, the, the Lord Windgrave. You know what? I like the fact that somebody can punish these land decks. Yeah. I think they should print more cards like this and maybe not in just mono black, but this is a card that, like, if somebody's playing a land deck... It's going to punish them. Yeah, like opponent landfall almost. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. cool. Uh, how many lands do you think you need to hit with this to to feel comfortable playing it? I think they're going to have to hit three land drops, right? So you get six power and toughness. It's decayed, though, for three mana. That's Yeah, the decayed definitely makes it. It kind of takes it, I agree, from two to three. Uh, yeah, I didn't think about that decayed thing. Yeah. I think you need to get like four zombies to kind of feel good about it. For probably. three mana, though, I'd be happy with three. Yeah. I don't know. Curses are tough because then the player dies. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. The next one is Curse of Unbinding. This is six in a blue, so it's a seven mana curse, so I'm expecting a lot from it. Yeah. Uh, it, 
or a Curse Enchant player. At the beginning of Enchanted Player's Upkeep, that player reveals cards from the top of their library until they reveal a creature card. Put that card onto the battlefield under your control. That player puts the rest of the reveal cards in their graveyard. This is a good card against Craig. Yeah, I, and I, so that's what I put. Is it's like it's good against certain players or certain certain commanders. It's bad against me and good against Craig. Yeah. So, Although it might be good against you in that it gets rid of all of your good cards, and then like you're usually playing like a consecrated sphinx or at least one big beater. Sure, but I have a lot of like secure tribal or little. Yeah, that's little fair. Okay, so you're liable okay. to hit, pay seven mana and hit something kind of yep. crappy. Yeah, like if you're paying seven mana, you you need to have a good chance to hit something awesome, like Eldrazi yeah. or yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But against Atali's. certain players, you're gonna get a Tali, and then the next turn get something, and that's all you need is just two like huge crazy things. So against Craig, it's very good. It is very good. <laughs> All now, at least they don't have decayed either. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> All right, there's three cards left, and I put these under a category I'm calling interesting design. And I think one of the cool things about Commander product and Commander focus things is that they can play around in spaces that they, you know, they wouldn't fit into a standard set or would be too powerful, or else just. You know, it's hard to build an entire deck around certain thoughts, but these sure. but certain cards would work as one-offs, and this allows them to do a couple of those, which I think they've done here. You want to read this next one? Yeah, I'm glad they did that with some of these. So this one's Prowling Geist Snatcher. It's three and a black for a 2-4 human rogue. Whenever you sacrifice another creature, exile it. If the creature was a token, put a plus one, plus one counter on Prowling Geist Snatcher. When Prowling Guy Snatcher leaves the battlefield, return each card exiled this way to the battlefield under your control. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think in certain decks, this is like a bomb. You know, because like, I know we weren't going to like say certain decks play this card, but Prosh, <laughs> if you play this card and then play a board any, wipe. Any, any uh, Aristocrats deck, but I, yeah. also the fact that it brings stuff back. There, you, I'm sure there's into loops the with, battlefield. There's got to be Karmic Guide loops and stuff like this, Abs- this yeah, where you just sort of true. go back and forth, back and forth. Mm. Um uh, Revel Arc 2 because yep, it's got two, because power. It's two power. Yeah. yeah, so I'm sure there's some combos with this card. Again, we're not going to get into evaluating all these things so that would take forever, but I bet you can do a lot with this Yeah, part. that's ridiculous. I didn't even think about those two. Okay, the next one is Shadowkin. Three and a blue for a 2-2 shapeshifter with flash. It says, at the beginning of your upkeep, each player mills three cards. You may exile a creature card from among the cards milled this way. If you do, Shadowkin becomes a copy of that card, except it has this ability. So that means, you know, even if you copy something, the next turn you still mill the three cards and then possibly exile one and change Shadowkin into a copy of that. Uh, this card's interesting. I will say you don't get ETB effects off of this because it enters, does its thing. It's already in the battlefield, and it's and then, it, then you're exiling it becomes a copy. Yeah, yep, and it's yep. already it's not it's not leaving the battlefield and entering. So one of the best things about clones is that they have ETBs. The fact that this one doesn't, I think, makes it a little tough. It does have flash though. It does have flash. I think that's the coolest part about it. Is like if somebody searches for something, you can flash it in, and then you know that you have their you know you basically took their uh, their green their worldly know, tutor. tutor their worldly tutor away from them, but. You know, every once in a while, you'll get an Eldrazi where, you know. Sure. Uh, but you might can also whiff, too. Don't you just want to play a clone that you know what it does? Me? Yeah, absolutely. Probably. Yeah, absolutely. This might have some interesting uses, but yeah, yeah it, it doesn't seem particularly powerful. All right, one more card, one more new card to go. It's called Drown in Dreams. It's got the same casting cost of Stroke of Genius, so I'm already excited. Two, a blue, and X for an instant. Choose one. If you control a commander as you cast this spell, you may choose both. The choices are target player draws X cards or target player mills twice X cards. I tell you what, I play Stroke of Genius a lot. 
it's a very, very powerful spell. Works well with cost reduction spells because there's so much colorless mana in its cost. Yep. It's also one of those backup spells to like, I have a counter spell, but if nothing worth countering happens, I'm going to stroke of genius for like seven. Yep. And you often just find yourself sort of playing that game. The instant speed is huge. Yeah. Which this also has. Yep. So to have two of these in a deck, I think that's worth it, even if it didn't have the mill thing. And the fact I that think it can... the mill is even better. Well, and the fact that it can do this blue sun zenith part, which is kill your opponents, because I... I have often used Blue Sun Zenith because it says target player draws X cards yep. to kill my opponents. Because you, f if you can find yourself in a situation where you're creating a ton of mana, mm -hmm. you can often be like, okay, I can create 100 mana. How do I turn that into victory? Oh, mill you out. Yep. I draw a bajillion cards. And then, you know, from there, I still have a million mana probably. And I think a lot of times, though, you're using this both on yourself. Like, in the right yourself, deck, yeah. you're milling yourself double X. In this zombie deck, probably. Like, yeah, exactly. It could be draw 3X. Yeah. So it has three modes, right? Like, draw cards, put cards in your graveyard that you are virtually drawing them, but also the other mode of, like, just kill your opponent if you have enough mana. Oh, so, oh. yeah, I think this card is quite good, and we'll probably see a lot of play outside of just this deck. I just want to name a couple cards that, like, if you do mill yourself, work insane with this. Crucible Worlds, World Shaper... Replenish, uh, Primeval Glorious Rebirth, uh, or, yeah. Prim sure, just all the cards that work with if you fill your graveyard. Yeah, okay. uh, like, it, just crazy, crazy. <laughs> all right, coming up, we are going to go into the topic that a lot of people always wonder about these decks, which is reprint value. We're going to break down how much, what the reprints are, and how much value is in this deck. And spoiler alert, you're going to want to stay for that. It's That's a lot, <laughs> it's a lot, yeah. So you're going to want to hear that breakdown. But real quick, we're going to take a break and hear a message from our sponsors. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, we are back. We are talking about the Undead Unleashed Commander Precon deck from Midnight Hunt. It is a zombie deck. Um, but we've already talked about the new cards. 
And now we are going to talk about the famous stats, 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 stats. All right, let's talk about the deck stats. We always like to talk about this first, just to make sure the deck is constructed properly. And I got to say, over the last few years, Wizards has gotten really good at this. Yeah, they know what they're doing now. Yeah. So there are seven ramp cards in this deck. Nice. There are 12 card draw cards. Mm-hmm. There are 11 targeted removal spells. Seems a lot. It feels like Wizards has come to the same conclusion we have, which is like, I'm running a little less board wipes and a little more targeted yeah, removal these days. especially these days. It's more fun. Well, and also just like, there are more must-answer singular threats kind of early in the game, and board right. wipes won't take care of it. Yep. Uh, but there are three board wipes or so in the deck. I, to get Nick picky, I think, you know, obviously we would want a little more ramp, but this is close to perfect numbers, right? Yeah, it's very yeah. good. Um, okay. Let's talk about the financial value, the the reason that everyone stuck around through the commercial break to hear this stuff. Remember, when we do our price breakdowns, all our prices are from before the DEX contents are revealed because we have to record these episodes before the DEX contents are revealed. And so we have to, con- we have to control for the same... Um, we have to use the same control group. So every time we do this, we take the prices from before. That way, when we're comparing to DEX from 2018 or whatever, we're comparing uh, similar moments in time, right? It wouldn't be fair to compare the price of a deck from before it's revealed to the price of another deck from after it's revealed. Does right. that make sense? Hopefully it did. All right. So the previous Commander pre-cons for the last couple of years have gone like this. Commander 2019, the average reprint value across all the decks was about $80. Okay. Commander 2020, Ikoria, the average reprint value was about $96. Lest you think it's been steadily going up, Commander 2021, the Strixhaven <laughs> uh, pre-cons, the average reprint value of those decks was about $88. So we're seeing around 90 bucks, maybe, a little low, lower for Commander 2019. Then this year for Commander uh, Forgotten Realms, there was four decks. Yep. So they did a second Commander product. The average reprint value in those decks was $115. So quite high, a lot higher than we'd seen in the previous couple of years. The crazy thing, too, is that they've also printed new cards that are also very good. Right. Remember, <laughs> yeah, remember, the the this is just the reprint value right. of the deck. We don't know the prices of the new cards because nobody knows about them when we're recording this, so we can't check prices on that. So, yeah, it, the value of the deck is, is much more than these numbers uh, – that we're saying here. This is just the reprint value equity. All right. So in Undead Unleashed, the Midnight Hunt deck that we're talking about today, the reprint value of this deck is $133. It's crazy. It's really high. I think it's the second highest we've ever seen for a single deck. I believe the um, Forgotten Realms Bant Equipment deck that we just did was like 137. Yeah. But like, $133 $133 worth of reprints is kind of nuts for one of these decks. And this isn't even a commander product deck. This is, you know, what we used to call a mini deck or a starter deck or something. Right. Yeah. So, and it has all the staples for a zombie deck. Like it really it's does have such a, lo- a solid core for a zombie deck. Yeah. It really does have most of the really good cards that zombie decks you would expect them to have. Um, so yeah, we're not going to go over every single card, every single reprint. It would take forever. Uh, so, the full deck list is linked in the show notes if you want to if you want to look at it. We're just going to go over some highlights here really quick. So cards that are five dollars or more, there are eleven. I think that might be the highest That's, number. I think it's the most. It's crazy. The Galea deck was close, but this eleven at five dollars or more that covers your entire cost of the deck easily. Yeah, yeah, just like seven of those does it. And one of the cards is eighteen dollars. It's an eighteen dollar card. It's endless ranks of the dead. This is two 
black black for an enchantment at the beginning of your upkeep put x two two black zombie creature tokens onto the battlefield where x is half the number of zombies you control rounded down so this just kind of exponentially grows as the game continues if, as long as you can keep zombies out it counts the zombies that it made last time too right and these don't yeah. have decayed they do not yeah so just a staple in zombie decks very powerful i'm not going to read what all the cards do here i'll just read the cards but some other highlights five dollars or more liliana death's majesty is about nine dollars rooftop storm yeah oh so yeah seriously so, so we good. should read that one do you want to read that one sure yeah so five and a blue for an enchantment says you pay zero rather than pay the mana cost for zombie creature spells you cast it's zombie nishance yeah if you have zombnitions, yeah, exactly. When and both of the both of the commanders have incredible card draw. Yeah. So now you're just like you get rooftop storm out and you're off to the races. Yeah, that's a, that's a must have in a zombie deck. Maybe the most must have card that a zombie deck can have if it's in the if it's got blue in it. Um, so that was about eight dollars. Yep. Before the reprint here. Yep. Uh, Dread summons, Diagraph Colossus, Gisa and Geralf. Yep. Those are all between seven and eight bucks. Cemetery Reaper, six six fifty ish. Talisman of Dominance. Thank goodness that they printed that again. Yeah, like, the talismans. The really, talismans are really. Some of them really need a lot of reprints. Yeah, yep. that was about six bucks before this. Zombie Apocalypse, Death Baron, Tainted Isle, all around the five to five fifty mark. Zombie Apocalypse is such a bomb. When in like in a zombie deck, when you're playing this, zombie apocalypse is going to do so much work, especially if you're able to fill your graveyard and then just incidentally killing that many humans. Oh, like so crazy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was the five dollars or more card, and then at two dollars or more, there was an additional seven cards. So there are actually eighteen cards in the deck that are two dollars or more, but of course you count the five dollar or more cards because those are also two dollars or more. So the additional seven cards that we didn't already mention there, two dollars or more, are. Gravespawn Sovereign, about 430. Army of the Damned, about 350. Go for the Throat, also about 350. Unclaimed Territory, 275. And then we've got three that are all $2. Open the Graves, Temple of Deceit, and Soul Ring bringing up the end here. Mm. Um, just a ton, a ton of value. Again, that's only 18 of the cards in the deck. The deck contents kind of break down like this. There are 15 new cards, 58 reprints, and 27 basic lands. Remember, not all lands in the deck are basic. There are some non-basic lands like um, Tainted Isle. So those count as reprints there. So I got to say, like pretty impressed with this deck. It really does feel like a regular commander product. Yeah. I mean, especially, you know, you could see that they kind of saved on the mana base there, but really loaded up the actual cards you're going to use, which is really And I don't legit. think you need a complicated mana base for a two-color deck. No. 27 yeah. basics is fine. Yep. Uh, your deck's going to run just fine, and I would rather have, you know, Rooftop Storm or something. Totally. Yeah. So, well, I guess, I guess the question to ask really is not what we think, but what everybody out there thinks about this deck. Are you excited about it? Um, are you excited about the new cards? Are you going to do anything cool with, uh, with some of the new cards, maybe that aren't even for the zombie deck or are I am so hyped about the new cards. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, my Verena deck is getting so much better after this. It's <laughs> oh, going to be insane. I, I'm, here's what I'm worried about. I'm going to be spending hours going through that deck being like, all right, now what do I take out? Right. Yeah, it's true. Because <laughs> there's, there's at least three cards that I needed for that deck. So <laughs> very exciting. Uh, we'd love to hear what the audience thinks out there. Before we go, big shout out to our brand new sponsor, channelfireball.com com slash command. That's our affiliate link that you want to use when you are purchasing products from the Channel Firewall site. And remember, 
they've got a marketplace coming out very soon. So Channel Fireball used to sell cards like other retailers where they would just sell their cards. But they're actually transferring over to a marketplace model. And that means that they're going to have a variety of sellers, hundreds of sellers on their site selling magic cards. There's a lot of bonuses to a marketplace that are sort of advantageous over a single seller, right? One of them is that a bunch of competitors means they drive prices down. So if you've got multiple vendors posting the same card, they're incentivized to lower the price on those cards so that they sell before their their competition does. Right. Um, that's one of the big bonuses. Another one is just inventory. If you're a single seller, even if you're huge like Channel Fireball, it's just hard to keep every card in stock. Whereas if you've got hundreds of sellers selling at a marketplace, it's a lot easier to find, you know, Craig, you're a big like foil, oh, alternate arts, yep, yep. uh, Phyrexian Give text. me the unique stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's hard to find that stuff it if is you're going to hard. a single seller. Yep. But if there's a marketplace where there's a bunch, it's a lot easier to find those you said, highly specialized cards. And you said that's happening October 1st, right? Right. So the marketplace goes live October 1st. It's not live quite yet. And one last thing to know, like we said uh, early in the episode, when the marketplace goes live, of course, Channel Fireball, they want to hype it up. They want people to try it out. So one of the things they're doing is a ton of giveaways. They're calling it Marketplace Madness for the first like month or so that they're running the marketplace Then when they launch it. And, and so that's a good time to take advantage of you know you're gonna buy magic cards anyway we say all the time if you just wait till october 1st, i cannot recommend enough waiting until october 1st the 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 amount of stuff that they're giving away and the things that they're giving away yeah. like a black lotus like oh that's ridiculous like whatever but even the stuff the lower stuff that they're giving away is insane yeah they're giving away collector's booster boxes they're giving away times power remaster boxes they're giving away you know set boosters signed foil f- uh, soul rings. Uh, they're sending. I, I believe they're sending foil full uh, foil full rings, foil soul rings to Jimmy and I to sign Dope. to be part of the giveaways. Sick. They got all kinds of stuff. They're also giving away stuff for other games: Pokemon, Flesh and Blood, Yu Gi Oh. Yeah. Uh, so if if you want to win some of that stuff, you'll have a chance. So again, channelfirewall.com/slash/command. October 1st, make sure to check out their marketplace. A lot of cool things going on there. Definitely going to be something where you can get a lot of extra value out of your magic purchases. And then, of course, once you get that stuff, we always say, but you want to keep it in really good condition. Ultra Pro products are the best way to protect all of your game pieces. Make sure that you use their Eclipse sleeves, which I have all my decks in Eclipse sleeves. I love them. They have that great shuffle feel. Slide the, the those decks into a nice satin tower. It'll be protected forever. Nothing's going to happen to that deck. I've been using their, uh, their binders to... Uh... Uh, oh yeah, you know because I've been reorganizing all of my all of my stuff, especially with all these good cards coming out. I'm pulling out a lot of stuff that you said I like alternate versions of stuff, so I want to keep it pristine. Right. So you know, I'll put it in an Ultra Pro sleeve, put it in an Ultra Pro binder. Yeah, the Mythic S- Collection binders, right? The embroidery they're and everything. So dope. Yeah, the they're so dope. Yeah, they're super classy. Yeah, yep. I love those. So Ultra Pro makes great stuff. And may, remember, by supporting our, our sponsors, you are supporting our content. All right, we're gonna skip the end step on this episode because this is kind of a bonus episode. Uh, but I've got end step things. To talk about coming up here so uh, yeah all right cleanup step big thanks to our amazing team here at the command zone it is lady danger manson lung craig blanchett ashlyn rose alfred estaca josh murphy jake boss patrick nan jordan pridgen arthur meadowcroft sam waldo grav galati and we got a new guy truck ty welcome truck everybody give truck a big shout out it's t-r-u-c in the comments he is new to the team we've got actually got a number of people joining us over the next few weeks building uh, a dope team over here it's yep. things are things are happening we're happy we're having a lot of fun oh and special thanks to jeffrey palmer for the living card animations that begin the show and often live behind us uh, this is evolving wilds done by jeffrey you can find jeffrey on twitter at living cards mtg 
All right, that'll do us, but we've got a lot more Midnight Hunt to talk about coming up. We're going to do budget upgrade guides for both of the Commander Precon decks, and of course we have the remainder of the monocolored Commanders to talk about, and then all the cards in the 99. So hit that notification bell so that you know when we release new videos, and we'll see you very soon. Peace! For further inquiries, send an email to commandcast at rocketjump.com or ask us on Twitter at JF Wong and at Josh Lee Kwai. See you later, alligator. Greetings, humans. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.